Welcome to Set Up for Lifetime Value, a podcast series from Underwater Pistol, where we discuss e-commerce trends, answer your questions, and deliver some really useful advice on how to stay ahead of the curve in the online retail industry. Follow along to get set for life with the best e-commerce tech stack. Hello, and welcome back to Set Up for Lifetime Value. Today, we're looking at Google Analytics 4 and seeing what makes it different from Universal Analytics. This is not a topic I know a huge amount about, but thankfully I'm joined by two people who do know what they're talking about. First, we have our usual CRO expert, Liliana. Welcome back, Liliana. Hi, thank you for having me like again. Yes, nice. this is actually this is your last one, unfortunately, but hopefully you'll come back on a different series. It's our last CRO podcast, but you'll be back again, I'm sure. Oh, uh, and we're also joined today by Underwater Pistols SEO specialist, Pete. So Pete, this is your first time on the podcast. So welcome to the show. Would you like to Hello. give us a little introduction about you and what you do at Underwater Pistol? Yeah, of course. First off, thank you for having me. Um, as Charlie said, my name is Pete. I am our SEO specialist. I head up the SEO department currently for Underwater Pistol, uh, taking care of both internal marketing um, with SEO and also for client work as well. So if it's SEO at UWP, you will come across me at some point. If you're lucky. <laughs> Thank you. So That's we're starting cool. off by with you know a basic intro, as we do on each one of these episodes. So we're starting off, what is Google Analytics 4 or GA4? Lily, would you like to tell us? Yes, of course, I would love to. So GA4 is the latest version of Google Analytics. It's a lot more complex than previous versions. And there's certainly a lot to unpack regarding new features and also old ones that haven't quite made the cut into this new version. Okay, fantastic. Thank you. So yeah, in the episode today, we are looking at primarily the differences between Google Analytics 4 and Universal Analytics. So Pete, would you like to run us through what are the key differences between GA4 and Universal Analytics? Yeah, sure. So first off, one of the biggest differences uh, between Universal Analytics and GA4 is the measurement model that's used. So UA uses a model based on sessions and page views, whereas GA4 uses a model based on events and parameters. So the idea is that any interaction can be captured as an event. Uh, as a result, all Universal Analytics hit types translate to events in GA4. So um, one of the other things that has become obviously quite prominent when people are talking about GA4 is that when people are logging in, uh, they might be startled a little bit um, by the interface. It's considerably different to Universal Analytics and functions differently, so more user input is required to create particular views. Um, off that though, Universal Analytics has the capability to set a master view, uh, which would be like your main reporting view. Um, a test view, a test view, sorry, which does what it says on the tin, uh, and a raw view to refer back to in case of any skews in data. But GA4 has only one reporting view, um, meaning that you have to create multiple properties for one account. So GA4 has also removed behavior reports, which house things like site speed, exit pages, landing pages, and kind of like all pages overview, meaning that now you have to rely on light speed or PSI, which is page speed insights, to gather in, uh, in data on page speed. Um, Although they have introduced a group of advanced analysis reports, so one of which is called exploration reports, where you can set reports such as like exit pages, landing pages, and all page data. So you can still have that data in your GA. Uh, a metric that has been removed from GA4 is bounce rate, which is something that historically SEOs have looked at. And while it is not a ranking factor, um, and is dependent on a variety of other factors, including like the purpose of a page, uh, it does have its merits for conversion purposes. So GA4 is more of a focus on privacy as well now, uh, giving country level privacy controls in line with GDPR regulations in those regions. Um, 
But to summarise, GA4 has undergone like significant changes, and while many may not like it, it is here to stay, and it's something that we kind of must adjust to and become accustomed to. Thank you, Pete. Gosh, it sounds like there are a lot of changes, so I feel like lots of people are going to be, as you mentioned, a bit startled. It's going to take a bit of getting used to, but hopefully it'll be for the better. So something that is changing, from what I understand, about GA4 is events. So, Lily, what is new about events in GA4? So it was new about events, okay? So the concept of events has actually completely changed. So now all user interactions, including page views, are automatically tracked as events. Uh, Universal had, Analytics had a selection of hit metrics that we use for reporting. So these are things like transactions, page views, social, etc. Things have changed in GA4. So with that, that in mind, every hit in GA4 is classed as an event. And there's no distinction between hit types, whereas Universal Analytics had a category, action, and a label, this has now been removed. So obviously this can be extremely confusing for those people who haven't gone into the platform yet, but reports can be created to replicate the data that you would previously have gotten from UA, as, um, as Pete said. So altogether, there are now four categories of events. So automatically collected events, which include add interactions, file interactions, and also page interactions. There's also enhanced measurement events, which include page views, page scrolls, clicks, search results, starting a video, progress of a video, completing a video watch, and downloading a file. There's also recommended events, which are events recommended by Google based on business verticals such as retail and e-commerce, travels and hotels, and gaming. Um, so this would be things like checkout events, lead generation events, earning virtual currency, and beginning tutorials. So custom events are events that aren't covered by previous, uh, the previous three event types. So for example, button clicks or an email subscription for an ebook. However, it's extremely important to note that although these events um, are events that Google recommends, they don't automatically get triggered and recorded unless you manually set them up. So also, in, lastly, GA4 also has debugging built in. So you validate the analytics configuration for different integrations. For example, you can set an event in GTM, test it, and also view the debug version in live in GA4, which is extremely invaluable. Great, great. Thank you very much, Lee. That is very complex stuff. I feel like this is something that people, if they're trying to get their head into GA4, they should have this on repeat day and night until it kind of goes in. But also we will be putting this, translating this information into a blog post as well. So if you prefer to read it, I'll put the link to that blog post as well. Um, great, so thank you both. I've got one more final question for you both, just to kind of finish off. Um, so Liliana, what are your final thoughts on GA4? Just to summarize what we've discussed today. <laughs> um, okay, putting it very, very nicely. Um, I feel that the interface could do with a good old UX overhaul. It's not the nicest thing to look at and it can cause an unending amount of confusion. However, I feel that there are some good qualities such as removing bounce rate and including a debugging feature. I'd also like the fact that there are more benefits to integrating GA4 with your Google Ads account. So because GA4 utilizes an event and parameter based measurement model, remarketing audiences can be defined in larger detail and used in Google Ads later, which is fantastic for recapturing lost sales. Um, so my advice for businesses would be to create a GA4 account as soon as possible. Universal Analytics will no longer process any new data from the 1st of July, 2023, meaning that the later you leave it, the less historical data you actually have. 
So GA4 certainly can be a minefield. So to ensure that you have the correct data streams, reports, events, and conversion sets, I would advise you to seek professional assistance if need be. Shane. Hey, what do you think, Pete? Um, I'm going to have to agree with what Liliana's just said. Uh, I don't really have too much to add to it, but what I will say is that um, I also feel quite strongly about the user interface. It definitely needs some work, and I'm sure that will be an update that comes. Uh, it's not the best, and that's been a big part of why so many people who use it currently aren't liking it, because it's not familiar, but we will get used to it. Uh, clearly, there are some pretty big differences between GA4 and UA. It's essential that you understand these fully before you make the switch. Uh, it's not something you can just do and hope it's going to be okay because obviously you're going to lose data as, as Lily's already mentioned. Um, so I'd recommend creating a new property to run alongside UA so it's not quite so intimidating and you can start to familiarize yourself with GA4. But as I've said already, it's going to take time to adjust to it. But like anything in digital, things evolve and we kind of have to evolve with them. Um, and I'm sure this is going to be one of those things where we can really start to get more important insights for helping our websites grow. Fantastic. Thank you both very much. I feel that's really good advice. I mean, yeah, getting onto it as soon as possible seems kind of scary if you don't know what's going on, which I would say that would be the exact position I'm in. But the sooner you do it, then you can learn. And of course, there'll be experts to help, such as ourselves, if, um, if you need some support with that as well. Uh, so thank you both for your insights. It's been fantastic to hear your views and your um, information about the new platform. And we'll see both of you. Oh, no, we won't. Sorry, Liliana, we won't see you next time. But we will see Pete next time. So this is the end of the CRO for now. So goodbye, Liliana. But hello, Pete, because next we'll be talking about SEO. But that doesn't mean this is goodbye, Liliana. We'll see you again, I'm sure. It's, it's almost as if this was like a planned transition, isn't it? I know, it's so funny. It's funny how things work out, isn't it? <laughs> Great, well, thank you both very much. And we'll speak to you soon. Mm -hmm.